0: All right, so, um, again, I want to welcome you all to the 2A Talking Tactical Facebook Live and Podcast. I will also put this on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, Um, so we can kind of multitask here. I don't know how it's going to work, but we shall see. Um, Somebody logs in, let me know that you can hear me. I'm using a podcast mic on my Facebook Live. uh, So I don't know if that's being heard or not. Uh, Let me go look here. All right. So that might help if I unmute yep yep that worked anyway okay so uh so yeah uh i'm gonna go ahead and get into it so um three years and 11 months ago um it was kind of in the middle or toward the end of, uh, COVID if I remember correctly. Um, it was February the, I think it was February the 7th of, uh, 2021, I think it was. Um, anyway, um, the second amendment was, um, I don't like saying the word under attack or the phrase under attack, but that's what it was. And a lot of states, uh, counties, municipalities went to their higher ups to be and was requesting uh, for the either the state or the county to be a Second Amendment sanctuary state or county. And basically what that meant was that if anything came down um, from a federal level that uh, whatever county or state you lived in, depending on which way your uh, your movement was going, was that they would back the uh, Constitution. So a uh, friend, Marty Lambeth, he st- originally started uh, a Facebook page uh, for that purpose. We ended up changing it to We Made Forsyth County a Second Amendment Sanctuary County. Um, We went to the Board of Commissioners meeting. Um, There was, uh, I can't remember how many people spoke, but there were people that were there in opposition of it. Um, Then, of course, there were people that were uh, in uh, agreement with it. So there was two options. Um, So basically, what they were doing was... uh, basically telling the county commissioners that they would not really, uh, narrow it down to protecting the second amendment, that they would basically, uh, just back the constitution as it was written, whether it would be from the first amendment all the way up. So the second option was that they would back the second amendment, uh, no matter what happened. So anyway, they did vote, um, in favor of this, the option number two, uh, on a four to three vote. Uh, there was one in, uh, one commissioner who is Republican. He did vote against it, which is where the third, uh, or one of the three votes come from. Um, the other four, uh, a couple of them I've known for years. My granddad used to work with him and whatnot. I was one of them that got up and spoke, um, so I've got uh, a couple of sound clips and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play those and basically uh, you can hear those and then you kind of see where we are at today. Um, it's kind of, uh, kind of ironic. So, would be All right.
1: Mr. Turner, if you would give us your name and address for the record, appreciate it. Before you speak, I would like to point out that before we vote on, we have two options today. One is option one. The other is option two. Uh, Commissioner Martin will read first option. Commissioner uh, Fleming and Ami mean will read the second option. And uh, I would like, well, we'll take a vote on it when it gets there, but we need to hear this, so go right ahead, sir.
0: And this thank is you. Commissioner Dave uh, Powell. Turner,
1: 5510 Walnut Park Lane, Winston-Salem.
2: I'd like to uh, thank you for having the opportunity to speak today. Uh, I'd like to strongly but respectfully uh, voice my opposition to both of these constitutional right resolutions in front of you today. I'm especially opposed to option number one. I can't believe it's come to this. You are all elected officials. Do you really need to affirm your support to the Constitution? Will our local citizens only believe your support if you vote to endorse this resolution? These resolutions, especially option number one, are put forward just to show your voting base that you believe in the Second Amendment. It's an outrageous show vote. The Second Amendment is not under attack, despite what supporters may argue. Despite nearly weekly reports of local shootings and the all too frequent reports around the country of gun related deaths, mass shootings of schools, places of worship, civic center, shopping malls, and public places, shootings which produce nearly 40,000 deaths a year, many weak need leaders are afraid to pass even the most reasonable and modest gun safety laws. National leaders, as well as you local leaders, do not need to be afraid of any backlash. If you vote against these resolutions, poll after poll shows that two-thirds of our country support reasonable gun safety laws. Again, the second amendment is not under attack. But if you really feel like you need to support an amendment that's truly under attack, I would support, suggest you support the first amendment that includes, among other freedoms, freedom of the press. Freedom of the press is truly under attack. Many leaders, up to and including our president, regularly accuse the press of being the enemy of the people or the enemy of the state. These are Orwellian terms that have no place in our free society. When members of the press report well-documented and well-sourced stories, they are attacked as fake news by those in the receiving end of the critique. There are increased reports around the country of members of the press and their family members being verbally and physically threatened or even assaulted. In one of the worst such examples, five people were killed and two injured a year and a half ago in Annapolis, Maryland, and one minute. When, when, a gunman, when a gunman attacked the office of newspaper, the Capital Gazette. Think that can happen, cannot happen here? You're wrong. So I urge you to reject the endorsement of these purely political solutions. If you would really want to, if you really want our local citizens to feel like you support the Constitution, then support Option 2 that endorses the entire
0: Constitution,
2: Bill of Rights, or add your support to the First Amendment and freedom of the press.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. All
0: right, so... um, Again, uh, that was... uh, one of many that was in opposition uh, of this. Uh, So... Then we had uh, another lady, uh, her name is Amy Jones. Uh, she got up and spoke. I'll play this one for you. Hello, I'm Amy
3: Jones, 2271 Newcastle Drive, Winston Salem. I live here in Winston Salem with my husband and four kids. The two older ones are here with me today. I'm here to urge you to vote against the resolution declaring support for protection of second amendment rights. We all I'm sure realize that this resolution is a purely symbolic gesture and holds no legislative power. It follows in the footsteps of similarly passed resolutions in Davidson County and in the state of Virginia. Fear is a powerful thing and seems to be the main motivator for such resolutions. Fear that your second amendment rights are in danger. Fear that your guns will be taken from you. This fear has arisen largely from the new legislation before Virginia lawmakers concerning gun control. The bills that currently seem most likely to pass in Virginia are universal background checks, a purchase limit for one handgun a month, a red flag law, and a law giving local governments the ability to ban guns in public spaces during permitted events. However, the only measure to pass so far has been universal background checks. Does that warrant all these declarations? These are widely supported measures, especially considering the many mass shootings that Virginia has encountered. Guns were recently banned from the Virginia Capitol during a large gun rights rally. People lost the right to carry guns that day because of credible threats of violence that were made toward lawmakers, not because of legislation that was passed. Those that truly are concerned about their Second Amendment rights should be less worried about passing needless, redundant resolutions such as this one presented today and more concerned about those people that become emboldened by such measures to cause harm and fear. No one is going to take your guns. Those rights, those rights are guaranteed by the Constitution and by those elected to uphold it. If that is in doubt... Consider the fact that innocent people are killed every day because of guns. No one comes for your guns. Twenty innocent elementary school children and six adults were killed at Sandy Hook. No one came for your guns. And there were no federal gun control laws passed. There have been too many shootings to mention and no one came for your guns. When the little five-year-old boy here in Winston-Salem was shot last year while playing in the living room of his home, no one came for your guns, and no one put forth a resolution to further enshrine his rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which the government was created to protect. Someone was shot yesterday at a gas station at noon at a nearby, and you want to make sure the Second Amendment is protected this is the safest most protected place on the planet for a gun owner not so much for the rest of us it is not necessary to further protect the second amendment it is clearly protected here in
1: america thank you thank you very much a perfect three minutes all
0: right so that was uh again two of many that uh spoke in opposition of this um i'll was asked by members of the, now we made Forsyth County's Second Amendment Sanctuary, I was asked to get up and speak. Um, I'll play the audio for you. I'll go ahead and tell you, um, and I'll go in and add in the comments where you can find the entire video of the entire meeting um, and go back and look. Uh, because one of the things that I did... Was, uh, and there was an article done, uh, several people did an article with Channel 2, Channel 12, 8, uh, a lot of the newspapers and stuff like that. But I was able to find one uh, article from the Winston-Salem Chronicle where uh, I was mentioned. Um, And one of the things that I had asked was everybody that was in support of the first resolution to stand uh, I didn't turn around and look, um, uh, but I was told, and, uh, the reporter from the Winston-Salem Chronicle, Tevin Stenson, he, uh, documented that half the, half the audience stood up, um, uh, so, uh, I'll go ahead and play that as well, uh, so anyway, um, and I'm going to get to why we're, we're doing all this. Um,
1: meeting and I don't particularly want that to happen. Mrs. Luton. All right. And
0: what Mr. Plowler was talking about, um, when Miss Jones was speaking, I, I can't remember now verbatim. You may have heard it in the background. She had made a comment and several people in the audience, uh, kind of laughed at what she was saying, kind of mocking her. I don't agree with that. Um, I mean, everybody has a right to speak and say what they, you know, what they want as far as, you know, how they felt in this matter. So I I thought that was inappropriate. But that's what Mr. Plyler is talking about. Um, You know, if it had happened again, he was going to ask people to leave. And we definitely didn't want that.
3: John Cox.
0: And I'm gonna go ahead and pause. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a public speaker. Um, I, sometimes I have a hard time uh, speaking to the public. Um, and so it's kind of rusty here, but anyway. If you give us your name and address, please, sir, for the record. Yes, sir. Hey, John Cox, 6275 Stanwell Drive in Rural Hall. County Commissioners, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. My name is John Cox. I'm a longtime resident for Scythe County going on 50 years this March. I grew up in Walkertown volunteering for the Walkertown Fire Department at the age of 14 and worked for Scythe County Fire Department and the Forsyth County Sheriff's Office until 2010, where I had to retire due to back surgeries. During this time, I've been around firearms since I was a small child, but I was taught how to respect them, what their uses were for personal protection, putting food on the table. During my 15 years answering 911 calls from citizens of Forsyth County, I've taken many calls where someone's life was in danger and had a firearm by chance for personal protection. I remember two calls specifically where firearms were actually used to save a total of five lives, four being adults, one being a seven-year-old boy. All of this was because of. Two bad guys with a gun, two separate incidents. And um, this was in uh, 2020. Um, the reason I got choked up there a little bit, um, that was a bad call that I took because uh, I didn't know what I was about to hear. Um, and uh, you know, some of those things, not to go down a rabbit hole, but when you're in the public safety field, you know, whether you're out there in the field, you know, doing that or you're on the other end of the phone, um, a lot of times this stuff really gets to you um, and, you know, it, it can mess with you and it sticks with you for a long time. Governor Roy Cooper has sent two bills targeting gun control where one is restricting under the age of 21 from or possessing a firearm but yet, we're asking our young men and women, 18 years of age, to go fight for us. And she's using most of the state-art weaponry, including those on the M4 and AR-15 platform. Take the incident in Texas that happened earlier in January after the suspect shot and killed two men in the church. Still had seven rounds in his shotgun, two in his pocket. The heroic actions of others stopped at least nine other church members, maybe more, due to the ammunition that was being used in the shotgun from killing all those people. It took seven seconds for him to be brought down. It took five minutes for law enforcement to arrive. Can you imagine the carnage? I would like to ask the members of the audience who are in agreement with making Forsyth County pro-Second Amendment County we stand in support of this document so the county commissioners can see we are taking the Second Amendment very seriously, as everyone should, and asking each of them to accept or show support as well. Commissioners, on behalf of the 6,300 group members and myself, I wanna thank you and everyone here today, pro Second Amendment or not for allowing me to speak and tell you and others why myself and others are fighting for these rights today, tomorrow, and years to come. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Cox. So at that point, that's when half the audience stood up and looking at the video, I can see it. So uh, I don't remember exactly when this uh, was stated. Uh, We all, I think, remember it but uh you know these people are saying you know nobody's coming after your guns the government's not coming after your guns you you know the second amendment is not under attack well here we go you're going to
1: take your ar-15 your ak-47 you're not going to allow it to be used against
0: a fellow so that was uh beto o'rourke um uh, so yeah um uh, and we all we all know where this has gone um uh, over the you know, the last three or four years. Um uh, so uh even more so probably in the last year with the SBR ruling, um uh, and then having you know, ATF having to uh, pull that back uh, say uh with uh Supreme Court saying that, you know, they were out of line, they were overstepping their bounds and whatnot. Uh so just what was it two weeks ago? Um Democrat uh, leader Chuck Schumer, he tried to get an a another assault weapons being passed on uh, out of majority, not take a vote on it. Well, that was shot down. And my understanding is, is within twenty four hours, they uh, immediately come out with uh, I think it was fifteen or twenty uh, anti gun bills, uh, so. I mean, it, it's crazy at some of the stuff that they're doing. You know, they're they're talking about banning uh, high capacity magazines. Uh, Biden, he don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about a nine millimeter, you know, blowing your insides out, destroying them, whatnot. And you know, I'm not saying that you know these um, these crimes involving illegal guns are. Uh, uh, Felons that have gotten their hands on firearms, I, I'm not saying that that's not an issue. It is an issue. Uh, you know, I, I have never been turned down. I have my concealed carry. I know probably many of you, uh, if you don't have your concealed carry or whatnot, you know, uh, here recently where they do a next background check, you may have been delayed, whatnot. So, you know, all this stuff's already in place, but it's like they're. Um, like they're trying to nitpick it and come up with different things to do and it's like you know well we're already doing this we've been doing this what i you know what those that are pro second amendment are not understanding or haven't understood why they're doing that so this brings me to this um if you kind of take the second amendment um uh, kind of set it to the side this is where uh, or this is what I've been seeing. So we've got, and I'm, I'm not trying to make this political, but it is. Uh, so you've got a Democratic president and obviously a Democratic uh, so-called vice president, and they're anti-guns. Now, I will go ahead and tell you, and this is public information. Uh, I found this on my own. I found it on the Internet. Uh, the two individuals that spoke at that meeting in 2020 they are registered Democrats. Um, the ones that voted against option one in 2020, they're all Democrats. Um, and even made one so mad and, um, against public information, Tanya McLean, she, uh, got so pissed off that she ripped her paper up. Um, and you can see that in the in the video from the Board of Commissioners meeting. And, again, I'll, I'll put a link to that so you can go in and look at it. Um, so it's like, you know, every time they, they, they think they're going to get something and then they don't, they get mad. Um, you know, there's been several things that, you know, uh, us Pro 2A people haven't liked, uh, but, you know, they uh, – They passed it, whether it be a red flag law in, you know, certain states or whatnot. Um, You know, know, we don't have to like it, but, you know, we're not getting mad or or tearing tearing stuff up like like these people are. Anyway, back to what I was getting at. Um, So we've got Biden up there. We all know what's going on on the border. Uh, We all know what's not going on on the border, what needs to be going on, but it's not. So then, you know, you've got this – influx isn't even the word that needs to be used, but you've got this epidemic with fentanyl coming into the U.S. You've got, you know, the statistics and fentanyl-related deaths in, in each state is just ungodly. And it, it's beyond me when the government knows that it's coming through – with the drug cartels, and it's coming, and you know they're getting it from China. Why are they not hammering down on these people? You know, they're saying this. This is a. This is. They finally admitted this is an epidemic. We've got this epidemic, but they're not doing anything about it. Um, I think I heard the other day that um, as of December the first, uh, U.S. Border Patrol estimated thirteen million. Those are people that crossed the border from Mexico into the United States that were undocumented, don't know who who the hell they were, don't know where they went, don't know where they are. Um, 13 million got in is an estimate. Um, So who knows how much fentanyl got in? Um, Who knows how many illegal firearms got in? So uh, where I'm going at with this is you've got this epidemic with fentanyl. You've got this, uh, and I'll call it an epidemic, you've got this epidemic with illegals crossing the border uh, coming in to the U.S., and it's like the Democrats do not care. They don't care. Um, So so then kind of set that aside, kind of put it right beside... The, the deal with the, with the firearms thing. Then you've got what happened in Israel with Hamas. Um, we all know, they know that, you know, this group is essentially backed by Iran. Uh, you got the Houthis, uh, or however the hell you pronounce it. It's another terrorist group. you got Hamas. Uh, you got several different groups that are Iranian-backed, and it was said the other day um, that there are sleeper cells here in the U.S. Um, I don't know a lot about the man. I, I, I've, I've done a little bit of reading up on him. Uh, I'm not going to get into what he has said or what he hasn't said, what he has done what he hasn't done. But I was listening to a, a, an interview the other day uh, with Tucker Carlson, uh who used to be with Fox News, and Alex Jones. Well, it's on YouTube. Um, If you have not seen it, um, if you don't like Alex Jones, if you don't like Tucker Carlson, that's fine. But go watch this interview. Alex Jones basically predicted 9-11. He predicted some other things that have come to pass. And Tucker actually asked him, How did you do this? And he in a nutshell he basically looked at everything that was going on and, and made a prediction. This is gonna happen and it did. This is gonna happen and it did. Um uh, so the other day he uh in this interview and I, I'm gonna play it for you, this is what uh this is what he had to say. Um and it just uh, it blew my mind. And I'm not getting off the, the subject of 2A, just uh, just follow them here.
4: Phase up. But the globalists have gone from testing phase, beta test phase, into full operational now. And they say, read their writings, we are going to have a post-industrial world by 2030. We will have no personal cars by 2030. You will be eating bugs by 2030. And we will start uh, the, the depopulation of ninety percent of the people by twenty forty five. That is the official W F, official U N, official Club of Rome plan. What do you mean the depopulation? They want to bring the world population down to five hundred million. But I thought we were opposed to genocide. No, or no? I guess we're not. Well, you know, we're told now don't have children. It's past the earth, and we're told all this. And Elon Musk is right, and is a hero for pointing out all the actuaries show if you don't have two point one children, a man and a woman. Well, man a woman can have 2.1 it's, it's in the aggregate folks billions. out of if a country doesn't have 2.1 2.2 replacement rate then you don't have people to take care of the old folks society collapses and so uh, Japan's 1.3 Italy's 1.3 they're done as cultures uh, America without immigrant influx is uh, about 1.6 that's not that's not viable uh, and so and I'm not just talking about white people only here but white people are 7% of the world population maybe 8 uh, and so I would be sad if the last of the Eskimos were dying. I, I mean, I'm sad that the Japanese, within 100 years, uh, there might be 20 million of them. I'm now saying we need to call the White House and say, you've let tens of thousands of military-aged men from the Middle East in. We know a lot of them are Hezbollah and, and Hamas. The FBI has confirmed that. And so when and if there's big terror attacks, which I believe will probably happen in America, we're not going to have Homeland Security to get more funds and more power and grope us at the airports more. I want prison time for the, the agencies and groups that have allowed this. And, I, and yes. I want, I want, oh, Biden, I want Biden impeached now, okay? That's why we got rid of McCarthy. It, it needs to happen. Leaving the border open when there is a clear and present danger of this going on and when we're very close to war with Iran, we go to war with Iran, they're going to activate Hezbollah, okay? And then that, they, they make Hamas look like choir boys. And, and, and so you want to hear a prediction here. It's a probability, not a pure prediction. But, I mean, I... If we go to war with Iran, guaranteed sleeper cells activate, it'll make what happened in Israel look tame in comparison. I'm not listening what happened there. So I, I'm simply... And then, and, then, and then again, where's the logic? The government that allows that to happen should go to prison. I agree. But instead, like 9-11, they're going to get more power when it happens. Mark my words. So, so... You you can't have guns because we let in foreign sleeper cells to kill you. Exactly. When you got deplatformed, and it, to this day...
0: So... That's where everything that I've said in the last 30 minutes, uh, that's what I'm getting at. You know, I, I don't... I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Um, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I, I I listen to what people say. I draw my own conclusions based on my own education if it's something that concerns me I will I will do my own uh, research in it um, and I have started digging into this and I'll save all that for another um, another live and podcast because I'm not done yet um, but I mean it does make you sit back and think well again whether you whether you like Alex Jones or not Um, so, you know, why, so that's the question. If, 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 for all intents and purposes, they're letting all these people cross our border. We don't know if they're Hispanic. We don't know if they're Iranian. We don't know if, we don't know who they are is what I'm getting at. And he said it, um, and I can't divulge any of my resources. And if I didn't think there was some validity to it, I wouldn't even say it. Um, but what Alex Jones said about sleeper cells already in the U.S., that is a fact. Um, we already know that there's drug cartels In the U.S., we already know that there's drug cartels in North Carolina. I know for a fact that there are drug cartels in Forsyth County. Um, You can take that to the bank. Um, So, my I, I guess my rhetorical question is is why? Why is why is our government so gung ho on pushing banning firearms? And I'm not talking about pistols. I'm I'm talking about you know the scary AR-15, um, the the weapon of war. Uh, it's a civilian model. Okay, so it look it looks like it. Whatever. Um. You know, why are they trying to ban high capacity magazines um, I know in you know in my pistol the one that I carry every day I mean it'll hold 13 plus one and I carry extra mags so you know if you've got let's just put it out there let's you've got Terrorist groups. That you know, if if we go to war and and you know, and they're they're called up or whatever terminology you want to use, I want to fall back on the firearm that you know I don't have to change magazines every fourteen rounds. Um, I don't want to worry about any of it, but I would rather about changing a magazine after. 29, 30 rounds than I would have them change a magazine every 14 rounds. And you get what I'm saying. So, you know, back to my rhetorical question is, is why are they so so gung-ho on banning high-capacity magazines, banning these these weapons? Um, Because the terrorists have them. The cartels have them. They're letting them in. The, The gun smuggling is going on. Back and forth, it's going on from the U.S. to Mexico, from Mexico to the U.S. It's going on. So why do they even want to take a chance with us being outgunned um, or can't even defend ourselves? You know, at all. Um, that's that's what I don't. That's what I don't understand. Israel now, it, you know, their their gun sales went up after October the seventh. Um, I don't remember the the percentage, but it, it skyrocketed. There's people taking self defense classes, uh, you know, pistol safety classes, what, whatever the case may be. They're arming themselves over in Israel because of what happened on October the seventh. What it, what, what, who is to say that what happened in Israel on October the seventh couldn't happen in the U.S. on a much larger scale? Uh, you know, so that that's that's where I was going with this podcast. Um, is is something to think about whether you're pro 2A or you're you know you're not. Um, if you don't like firearms, that's fine. Um, I I don't care, but when when SHTF happens. And I'm not this kind of person. Um, but there's gonna be some out there that say, Don't come don't don't come looking for help from me. Um, you're the one that wanted this. This is what you wanted, this is what you got, deal with it. I, I'm gonna protect my own family. Um, I'm gonna take care of my family. Um, you know, th- this is why we've been fighting. You know whether we've seen this coming or not. The point of it is, is that we all have a right to protect ourselves and uh, against enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, right now, you know, every day it's protecting ourselves against enemies, domestic. uh, But it looks like we're going to have to be protecting ourselves against people, foreign. And hell, who knows? We may be standing side by side by. You know, a felon carrying a farm, taking care of the of the of the foreign people that's trying to kill us. So it's just something to think about. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to to put fear in anybody. Uh, I'm, I'm not. That's the last thing I want to do. Uh, but I do. I do. I, It's kind of like voting. I don't care who you vote for, but know who you're voting for. Um, So, you know, do your own research. Do your own background. Um, You know, the Internet, we all know, is full of BS, and we all know that there's some truth out there. So do your research and, um, you know... Most of us have common sense, in in whether you can admit it out loud or not, at least admit to yourself, yes, I see a problem. Yes, this problem needs to be addressed. Um, because, I, I, you know, I say I will. I don't know that I will, but, you know, I know several people that are anti-Second Amendment, anti-guns, can't stand guns, don't like them. I've, I've had some tell me you should. there's no reason for you to own that, da, 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 whatever the case may be. But why, why do you have this much ammunition? Um, you know, Why do you have that kind of ammunition? Whatever the case may be, and I don't have anything illegal. I just, you know, it, 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 you know it's a 55-grain 556 or a 62-grain 556 or a 230-grain 45 or whatever the case may be. Could be because they don't know what they're talking about. But my point is, is that one of these days, and I hope it don't, they're going to come knocking on the door wanting help, and I'm going to be like, well, you know, you sold your gun in a in a government buyback for a hundred and fifty dollars. Um, I got my stuff, so you know, I'll do what I can, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to sacrifice. Uh, my family, or those that I care about, uh, because you had an agenda for whatever reason. Look at the writing on the wall, people. Uh, it's there. You just got to be able to read it and acknowledge what you read. So, anyway, uh, this went a little bit longer than I thought it would. Uh, I was planning on only going about thirty minutes, but uh, here we are. But uh, again, I'll put the links for uh, that board of commissioners meeting, or you can just Google um Forsyth County comma NC uh Second Amendment Sanctuary County it'll come up uh you can go to Forsyth.cc and go under the Board of uh, Commissioners and go back at the minutes and the agenda and then I think it says watch now it's under February 6th of 2020 you can go back and see the whole video um and again the Winston Salem Chronicle put something out. Um so it, it was it was publicized, um and all that. So before I get off here, um I did want to thank a few people um who kinda helped me along the way with doing the podcast and the YouTube, uh and whatnot. Um first uh, I wanna thank Manis. Um uh, I had reached out to them about a year and a half ago who told them what I was doing. I wanted to do a product review if they had something that they could send me. And they sent me this. Um, it's the Manus X10 Elite. Um, it is a dry fire. You can use it live fire. Um, but it's uh, but I use it. Well, I have only used it dry fire. Um, so they sent me that. It comes in a neat little... In case um, it's soft it will attach to your pistol your pistol magazine or shotgun it's got the attachments for your shotgun there's your tube attachment uh, for your shotgun comes with a charging cord uh, that is uh, just old USB and here is the actual device uh, I don't know if you can tell yep so that just slides on your rail. Um, you download the app. They they're constantly updating the app, um, but they've got dry fire uh, simulations, uh, training uh, training sections you can go through, uh, drawing from your holster, uh, and it's pretty neat. I'll try to do a live on it one time uh, one day soon. But it basically shows you uh, when you're moving around when you uh, pull the trigger uh, it shows you if you're pushing forward if you're pulling to the right pulling to the left i mean it's the complete system it tells you what you're doing and it also scores you Uh, it's also they just updated it it's also got a timing um, uh, training simulator on there now also along with that um, and also reached out to dry fire mag uh, they sent me, um, dry fire magazine. Uh, it does not work with the XD 45 or the, the 10 millimeter, but, uh, it does work for the, with the, uh, XD nines. Um, so you put that in, uh, and, every, and that allows you to pull the trigger every time. And then it works in conjunction with the Manus. Um, uh, dry fire mag sent that to me. Uh, so I want to thank them. I also want to thank my main man Joe out at Walkertown Pawn and Gun Uh, Joe's been a big supporter um, for years I've known him for years Uh, if you've got any questions uh, go see him he's got about anything you want if he don't have it um, he could probably get it Um, I want to I paid for this Uh, it's Olight it was not give to me uh but i did pay for this but olight uh has also supported me on my tiktok this is the new olight seeker 4 i don't know if you can make that out right there yeah, seeker 4 pro uh, this thing's pretty badass uh hold it down it goes to dim and then right here it's got a circle and as you you can spin it, I don't know if you can tell or look at the beam uh, in the purple. See, as you spin it, it gets brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And then you turn it back down and it goes back down. Uh, then you you can hold it down it goes to bright. You can double-click. It goes back to, it goes back to. I think they call it turbo. Uh, I'm not going to shine it at the camera because it will blind you. And then you hit it one time it'll go off um olight's got some pretty awesome uh flashlights i've got the seeker 4 pro this one i've got the baton 3 it's a little bit smaller has a clip on it you can put on the bill of your hat um they're all bright lights they are rechargeable um this comes the seeker 4 uh, comes with a charging holster the USB-C plugs into the bottom of the charging holster uh, and then that sits down on it. The neat thing about o like my um, charger for my Baton 3, which is magnetic that I keep in my truck, it will actually uh, charge the Seeker 4. Uh, the Seeker 4 Pro also comes with uh, the belt clip. It also uh, has an attachment you can attach it to the inside of your vehicle or anywhere with uh, 3M tape and it'll, it'll uh, hook there. You can always have it on charge, ready to go. Um, also, uh, I want to thank my dude, Ryan Co out at Apex Defense Group. Um, go check him out, apexdefensegroup.com. Um, and I think I put the links in there. And also, if you are not a member of... Um, any concealed carry uh, defense group like uh, U.S. Law Shield or whatnot. I am a member of USCCA. I have been uh, since 20, 2021 or 2020. I can't remember. Anyway, for about three or four years, I've been a member. I'm an elite member. Um, they have... Um, I'm just see here uh so they've got three memberships they've got a gold um and with any membership uh the gold platinum or elite you get a free range bag if you sign up uh you get a year of concealed carry magazine um and then when you go from gold to either um platinum or or elite, you get some other things. They got free training videos online, uh, 24 hour access to attorneys in the case of a self defense situation. You get a, a card, uh, a U.S. Concealed Carry Association membership card, uh, phone numbers on the back in case of an emergency. Uh, they, they've got a YouTube channel, you can check them out. So um, I have an affiliate link. Uh, I'm not gonna lie if you click on the affiliate link uh, you get and sign up it don't matter which uh, which one you sign up for you get entered they're all the time giving stuff away I don't know what they're giving away this uh, this month I think they do it monthly um, but if you sign up uh, you get put in drawing for firearms pistols Um, then you get, uh, uh, a training bag or a range bag or whatnot. They, they really give away some, some, some nice stuff. And also with that, uh, if you use my affiliate link, uh, I get $200, uh, store credit where I can use, uh, as you can tell my background's purple. I'm trying to get uh, a USCCA flag I can use for a backdrop. Um, but then on the same same thing, like if you do want to start a platform like this or something like that, you can reach out to USCCA. They will set you up with uh, an affiliate manager. I have one. His name is Max. Um, they'll set you up. You'll get a uh, referral link. And then if you refer somebody, um, uh, say so you refer your cousin or whatnot, if they use your referral link, then you get, uh, $200 store credit. So it's a really neat program. Um, knock on wood, I've never actually had to use them. I did have a situation several years ago where I almost had to use them. Uh, it kind of shook me up a bit. So I called them, spoke to, uh, spoke to an attorney there because, um, I did point a gun at somebody uh, I was getting ready to pull the trigger and I realized they were holding a phone and not a firearm. it was at night uh, had a little bit of a porch light um, and they were talking about pressing charges so I did reach out to them about that nothing ever came of it um, after we figured out what all was going on um the guy understood he's like yeah i guess probably would have shot my, shot me too so anyway we're good uh so anyway but they're really good uh they're easy to talk to uh, i've never uh had an an issue that i didn't call and it wasn't rectified within five ten minutes i think i did call one time about a building issue and within 20 minutes uh it was resolved um and it was their error and they took care of it so anyway uh i'll put all those links in here so again um uh, if you've thought about it um, and you want to go with USCCA, I would greatly appreciate it. Again, it helps helps me out. It's going to help the channel out. And um, if I can get enough stuff, I may use the $200 credit to buy some stuff. And as I get this going, I may do some giveaways and stuff like that to try to give back to y'all for helping me out to get you know where I am at that point. Anyway, I appreciate it. I'm going to try to do another um, podcasting, whatnot, here maybe sometime next week. You know, you got Christmas coming up, so I'm going to be somewhat busy. Um, but anyway, um, I hope if I don't see y'all before Christmas, have a safe and happy holiday. Uh, be safe and always carry. Until later, see ya.